That's what Donald Trump is. Donald Trump is a ball cyst on democracy. It's going to happen once. We're going to get rid of it. He's going to come out like a blood jello shot. And then we're not going to have to worry about it because we learned our lesson not to shave with a bad razor on our balls. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. advise that the Literate Ape cast is recorded for adults with adult themes and language. If you are easily offended, best to cover your ears. But then why listen to a podcast, dumbass? All right. Hey, Harry. Good haircut, man. Thank you. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> tell 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 Don what's new. What did you do at school yeah. today? Yeah, what'd you do today, man? The drums. The drums. You play the drums? Yes, you play the drums? That is rock and roll, my friend. You so like were you good? Did you did you like the drums? <laughs> <laughs> I like drums. What's your favorite instrument, Harry? The drums. The drum set, yeah. Do you know that I wanted to play the drums when I was a kid? Yeah. Yeah, but... Um, I do, are you a Yeah, you do it at school, yeah. I yeah. wanted to play the drums, but Grandma and Poppy wouldn't let me because they said it'd be too noisy. And, and they were right. Was, and that's why I was never in a punk band because I played saxophone and I didn't want to be in a ska band. Well, you know, and also, also, Harry, the reason your father was not in a punk band... Is that there? Is that there is no one on the planet Earth less punk than your father? Even if he played the drums, he would have been this small Jewish geek guy playing drums in a punk band. So it's, it wouldn't have worked out. Yeah, but how punk would that be? I not, guess you have a point there. That's I mean, kind of. I mean, not yeah. like not super punk, but oh, you know what's yeah, really punk is talking about how punk you would or would not have been in high school. <laughs> It's so way punk. Yeah, yeah, it's so way punk. So are you, uh, Harry, in your class at school, are you punk? No. No. (laughs) What are you learning about in school right now? What are you learning about? Cookies. You know, I want to go to your school because I want to learn about cookies. Who doesn't love cookies? I love and I love cookies. I love them. Yeah, I love them, and that's why I'm fat. <laughs> I'm not fat. You are not fat. You have it. Trust me, Harry. Give it a few more years. If your love of cookies is like I'm my love fat. of cookies, you will be a round I'm little a fat, fat boy. I'm a fat. No, a you are. Sl- yeah. You- oh wow. I'm a bat. Are you a Wuhan bat? No, I'm bat. Are you Batman? You're bat. What's You're the knight? Like? Are you the knight? Yeah. Have you seen the Batman song? Do you remember how it goes? Sing it. Can you sing the shark song? What? Well, that's not the one. Do the, ju- the one for the bathtub. 
No, I like that shark song. Baby. Yeah, that's, you know, it's a much nicer shark. It is. Well, they do say, let's go hunt. They, like, name the whole family. So it's baby shark, mommy shark, daddy shark, grandma shark, grandpa shark, let's go hunt. So they got the whole family coming for your ass. So it's like a whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of thing. It's Jaws 7, a family affair. A family affair. (laughs) What's going on, Harry? What's in your brain? You got anything in your brain? Do you want to offer? No. Do you want to? Do you want to do three things? What three things should we tell people to do this week? What three things do you suggest? Any podcasts worth listening to, or TV shows to watch? What TV show would you want people to watch? Cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Watch. watch? What did you want to watch with Grandma? What do you like watching with Grandma? Tell Don. Louder. Watch Wheel of Fortune is what. That yeah, is. okay, because you know it's like you need, I need an interpreter. It's like yeah. it's like talking to a Chinese ambassador. <laughs> so, so Mr. Yang, what would you like to say to the thing? Watch it, yeah. He said, "Watch he Wheel said of Fortune." He said he's pooping. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Prime Minister is pooping. <laughs> he's pooping. He's just he's pooping and eating a cookie. <laughs> yeah, well, at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because how else? It's yeah. That's efficiency, and it brings two sorts, two types of pleasure in one moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Be careful that smoker's cough. I do that all the time. I start to laugh, and then I start to cough, and everybody thinks he's going to die. Got the COVID. Yeah, he's in here. He's in the headphones. And he's on the the computer. Okay, are you going to go to bed now? Is Grandma going to put you to bed? Well, Daddy's going to talk to Don, so let Grandma put you to bed. She'll tell you a good Harrison story. Hi, Grandma. Hi. How you doing, lovely? I'm good, thank you. I miss you. Back at you. Give Daddy a kiss. And you can blow Don a kiss. Blow him a kiss. Bye, Don. Oh, no. (laughs) Bye, buddy. Love you. Night-night. So you didn't want to talk about the uh, you didn't want to you didn't want to all right no hold on it, it's big news um, if only here's the thing I just I'll set it up so I'll set it for me and then you can tell me your experience my experience was you know I didn't know how I felt about it wait your all. your experience I, with what we don't the listener doesn't I'm know gonna, what we're talking I, about. okay all right I, I, you and know, I, you I, and I are speaking our shorthand here yeah we're shorthand. I didn't know how I felt about it. There were a lot of people who were very excited about it. I didn't know if I was excited about it so much. I kind of thought it would be like fun to watch, sort of like a John Flaut, you know, Claude Van Damme movie from the '80s. It would be sort of over the top, bad CGI, but like some real good punches landed and like some split kicks, right? You know, it's like that's what I'm thinking. And uh, and so and and one of the things that just happened to be. Uh, 
a night where I was training. I was part. It was part of. We've got a new manager on the casino floor, so he's training. So he got the keys. He got the radio. He got the phone. He's in charge. So I don't really have that much shit to do. You know, I'm I'm helping him. You yeah. Know, any questions that he has, that's kind of stuff. So I've got time on my hands. So I go in my office, and I put it on uh, Apple TV, and I got through about 15 minutes of it until I suddenly felt like. Uh, like Edward Norton in Fight Club when he beats the living shit out of Jared Leto, mm, you know, yeah. just like I just I just want to destroy something beautiful. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt, and so I had to turn it off. And then I went into the casino, and my fucking sports writer was breaking the cardinal rule of fucking casino, which is he's got the goddamn debate on his TV no. in front of the sports book because he wants to watch it. And you've got like five guys all watching it, and all the it's thing like it was on in the sports book as if it were in a the game fucking sports or, book. Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. Okay, and, and I'm like, you don't do that on the casino floor because when you get people talking about politics, they're not gambling. No. I mean, that's kind of the deal. And you can't bet on it, so you're not making any money. So I come over, but the thing is, what I'm expecting is that I'm going to can't have legally five, bet on it. Let me retract. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have five guys at the sports book. Uh, hating on Biden, loving you know the fucking bullying piece of shit that is Donald Trump, and all five of them, at one point, they're just standing there, fists clenched, and yeah. finally one guy just goes, "Will you fucking shut up, Trump?" And they all agreed, and I went, "Oh, well, that is not what I expected." But no. I couldn't watch. I think I watched in total maybe thirty minutes of it. I just couldn't watch any more of it, and my response to it. Beyond what you think, who won, who did all the bullshit? Eh, fuck off! My, no, but my we're res- all we're all losers here. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, my response, especially to it wounded was, veterans, was one step further down the "I'm becoming a misanthrope," uh, at least when it comes to digital media, because the next day I realized everybody online is basically Donald Trump. At, I mean, not mm. all the time, not all the time, but everybody. Is that I'm going to scream in your face. I'm a bully. I'm not going to let you talk. I'm not going to listen to your point of view. I'm just going to keep. T- and I went, boom. So I, I deleted Instagram. Oh wow. Um, I did not delete the literate ape Twitter, but I have blocked it from my being able to view it. I can't see it. I'm not yeah. going to see it. Um, I've determined that whenever I write for literate ape, I'm only going to link it to the the literate ape uh, Facebook and the literate ape Twitter, and that's it. Yeah, not gonna muck your fucking uh, Facebook up with it anymore. It's yeah. like I just, I just am retreating. It just caused me to realize I don't, I don't want to be a part of whatever this fucking thing is that's going on. I don't want to be a part of it. Well, it's so. interesting. The, it's interesting that you bring up um, Jean Claude Van Damme because Tuesday afternoon, I sat down for lunch, my lunch break. You know, I'll sit down up in front of the TV and I'll just like turn on something and just to like burn time while I'm eating lunch. Um, and Bloodsport happened to be on TV, which I there hadn't seen since I was probably 14, maybe, right, you know. Right, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is a bad movie. But God, this is a great movie. Like, it's like that oh, perfect yeah. 80s, you know, beef, yeah. B-movie, action, whatever. Um, so it's funny that you brought up John claude Van Damme because this, this debate, it was kind of like Bloodsport. You know, like, that's kind of what these, or at least that's what I think people are hoping for. Like, they're like, I can't wait for Kamala to go against Pence. It's going to be, she's going to fucking kill him. It's a blood sport thing. Um, but but the other thing is, uh, I, I I love that you're getting off social, or have gotten off social media. Um, 
I don't think that everybody on social media is Donald Trump. What I think everyone on social media is, is they have access to a microphone that cannot be muted. Yeah, yeah. You know, because not everybody's a, a, an asshole bully like, like Trump well, no, I is think and it, was. But no, it's like, no, I, I have an open every, microphone, and I'm going to go and say whatever the fuck I want, you know. Here's the thing. I think... In, I'm included in that, because I'm, I'm not on. saying that everybody is Donald Trump all the time. I'm saying that the platform encourages sure. people to yeah. be Donald Trump. And, and I, I my firm, firm belief... Let's put it this way. When my sweet, Democrat, liberal-leaning mom in Wichita, Kansas, can get so fucking nasty that she's ready to just say, go fuck yourself online to a friend from church who is trolling (laughs) her because they hate her liberal politics. And then she goes to that DEFCON 5 where she's tight, where she, my mom, Mm. is typing her stuff all in caps at this person. Oh, God. My, My belief is that everybody is Donald Trump at some point. Well, we're just and pissed. I, we're all and just I, pissed. Well, you know what? Everybody's pissed, but you know what? And this is what I will say about what I did see of the debate, is you can be pissed and not be a fucking child. Yeah. And Donald Trump is the exemplar of, my feelings are more important, and if I'm angry, I have every right to express it like a 17-month-old baby, and blah, blah... We're either adults, and we want to be adults, or we're all... And if you look at most of the, the zeitgeist the zeitgeist mm. of, of Facebook and Twitter and all the social media, both on the far left, on the far left, far right, middle, anybody that is a regular user is this sort of predominantly thing. It's like you have a right to be angry, and you have a right to express it. But nobody says that you shouldn't really express it like a fucking toddler on crack. And <laughs> they do because they think, well, if I have the right to my own feelings and I need, and I should express them, then I should stomp my fucking feet, scream in people's face, call them not smart, attack their sons. What a load of shit. We yeah. need to grow up as a fucking collective society. We have gone into an arrested development that is just pathetic. I think that we are... I, how do I want to say this? There's... We, we never really grow up. I think that there is a moment in our uh, journey through age and life where we are at our most compassionate and self-aware and I think that that occurs in us at around the age of seven or eight, maybe ten years old, and then it, and then at about thirteen, it all goes away. Or you're, or you're given this choice. It's this choose your own adventure where it's like, all right, I'm gonna do my best to be a compassionate, caring adult who's self-aware, who is, um, you know, holistic in the way that they approach their their time and their space in out in the world in public. Or I'm going to do my thing and live my truth and fuck everyone else. And uh, this is my right to do this because I'm free and I have a right to express myself because feelings are real. And I've been told that it's okay to feel the way I feel and to share that. And it's not wrong. Like, we should share our feelings and whatever else. But you've no. got to... Well, you no. have to... You we have shouldn't to do it with share our fucking feelings. Share no. it with your goddamn therapist and your best friend, but don't share them with the fucking world. That's, share your thoughts 
with the world. Do not share your fucking feelings with the world because no one gives a shit about your feelings. Well, which is why they get angry, and the entire world becomes a giant incel colony of people blaming women for not liking them. Let's talk about the Civil War. So, now we're not talking. Just so you know, we're not talking about the Civil War. We're talking about. I wrote a piece that said the the coming Civil War ain't coming. David wrote a piece called, what was it called? Longer title. Uh, Basically, your comment was, I mean, what's the title? So the the title of the piece that I I published on Thursday last week is, uh, it's time to stop caring about our country and start caring about ourselves. And in the, you know, at the beginning of the, the story, I say, Don Hall is right. The Civil War isn't coming. It's here. It's already here. Okay, so let's let's. All right, you want to talk about it? Let's get into the meat of this. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about Don Henley and Hey Jude next week. All right, so you think the the Civil War is here? Yeah, I do. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. Well, I think that we are we are extremely divided. It is very clear who is on what side, and it really is divided. And I. I, I can't help myself but uh, think about state division, right? Like in the in the first in the first American Civil War, North and South. In the current Civil War, it's not a, such a clear line. It's not Mason Dixon, you know. It, but it is obvious about like you could say Oklahoma. Which side are they on? Are they red or blue? If we had to sign colors, are they red or blue? Oklahoma, red. New York, blue. Illinois, ooh, tricky one. But, ooh, tricky. You know, you have to come back to it. California blue, right? But it's, there is very clear um, states on, on who's on what side. Um, sure. So there's that part of it. The second part is we are attacking our own citizens. The, gone is the, uh, the, the, the fight for the common American good. Which I think, in a way, the Cold War from, you know, 1945 to 1990, 89, when did the Berlin, whatever that, whatever 1980, that was. 1980, yeah, it was, I think yeah, when, somewhere when in the Russia 80s. collapsed. 85. 80, 80, no, no, 80, no, I think you're right. I think you're 89. I think you're right. Bush, yeah, you're Bush right. 1 was president. 88 so was 80, or 89. 80, yeah, it was 89 or 90. Yeah, 89. Let's just call it 89. Um, anyway, uh, that held us together because we had a common enemy. We had a common enemy that... that Whatever we do, it is for the benefit of this country to not become communist and fall to and lose to communism. That was the goal for a generation. And we won, so that went away. And it, it became this, it, we never, I mean, there was always infighting. There was obviously the civil rights issues and the, the hatred against homosexuality. There was always shit, terrible shit happening internally, that we, things that we did to our own people. But it's, it's spread now, and everybody is involved. Everybody is involved, and you cannot ignore it. And no. And blood, blood is spilling in the streets, literally. It you say a little bit, but it's 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 enough. There are there are so innocent, in opinion, there's innocent right, American so, blood being spilled so, by 
other right. Americans. So, so let me, well, well, there's always been innocent blood being spilled by I'm Americans. I'm not talking about murders so, for like, but no, no, you're, you know. no, but, but David, you're saying, you are saying that this is the next civil war and it's here. So in your mind, hmm. you must be seeing that the civil war in the 1800s was the North army and the South army sitting and yelling at each other and maybe like writing scribbling notes about what pieces of shit they were and throwing them at them because that's not a war a war is not let's yell at people or even let's tear gas people or even let's maybe let, let's have some idiots some outliers run over protesters that's not a civil war what that is is that is a lot of tension a lot of anger a lot of fucking childish behavior erupting into i just I, and, and i will so I, this is what i'll say I, I don't think you're completely bereft in your opinion um, a study a survey came out from YouGov and the voter study group just came out uh, not too long ago and the question was how much do you feel it is justified for brackets your party to use violence in advancing political goals okay mm. now the options were never Never justified, a little justified, a moderate amount, a lot, and a great deal. So that's the thing, and it broke it up into Democrats and Republicans. Okay, so in what uh, looks like November of 2017, pretty much only 8% of the people polled said it was, all, it was absolutely justified to fucking use violence to you know, promote their political goals of their party, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and then, in in like uh, like a year later, thirteen percent of Democrats and eleven percent of Republicans. And then, uh, like a year later in twenty nineteen, sixteen percent of Democrats and fifteen percent of Republicans. Then you get to literally June of this year and it's 30% and 30% and then if you look at the beginning of last month September 1st 2020 33% of the Democrats polled said it was absolutely justified to use violence to support their thing and 36% of the Republicans said it was justified to use. Now you can argue that that increase, and it is, it's an increased, you know, that's quite an increase of people saying they can justify using violence to yeah. promote their party's ideals, their mm -hmm. political goals. Which is also, also terrorism. Yeah I, I mean, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But I will also say, and this is the counter, yes, it's 33% and 36% respectively, which is still not over 50%. It's still... Not civil war. Civil war. I mean, when you throw out civil war, civil war is big. And if you want to go, if you want to go, oh no, it's just sort of like a figurative. No, there's no, no such thing as a figurative civil war. There's no war happening. There is a war of words. There's a lot of pissed off people. And when you get people even more pissed off and more increasingly pissed off, they get more and more angry. But here's the thing: it ain't a war, and it's not going to happen because the other thing to know about the civil war. Most of the soldiers in the Civil War, both North and South, were not, they weren't, they weren't like, I'm fighting against slavery. I'm fighting for slavery. They were, I'm fucking poor and the government will pay me money if I shoot people. 
That's pretty much what the Civil War was. There wasn't a lot right. of ideology in the Civil War except for the people that were kind of for the soldiers, running the right. show. But right. the people that were actually committing, you know, that like, were actually shooting and putting their bodies on the line, they were just fucking cannon fodder being paid to be there. Well, and that's exactly so, what, and, what soldiers and, are today for the majority. And, I mean, you know. Exactly. But yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. In yeah. the Civil War that you speak of today, ain't nobody paying anybody any shit to go out and fight. It's so a, it's a different time. I mean, the similarities end with the division of the states. Uh, you know, the red, red, blue, north, south. I think that's where the similarities end. I think um, the similarities end as well because I think we're a softer nation now. We're a more comfortable nation. We have lived in the lap of luxury for yeah. far too long. Sure. And I don't. And I don't think anybody. I'm telling you, as bad and angry and Antifa as they are, you give me any fifty Antifa guys and any fifty because there's only three hundred Proud Boys, only like three hundred of them. But let's go fifty of the most badass Proud Boys and say, all right, we're going to put you in there, and you might get killed. They're fucking staying home. They're not going to go kill anybody. There's going to be one or of two course. of them that. Yeah, why? Because we're not going to have a civil war. We're just going to scream at each other. Well, that's not a civil war. So, the definition of war, according to Merriam-Webster. Oh, for God's sake. When oh. a white man brings out the definition from Merriam-Webster, my black ass can't handle it. <laughs> Go what ahead. What the fuck? I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. I just think it's funny. Oh, here comes Himmel with his facts again. What yeah, no, an elitist no. piece of shit. Back, back up. Uh, 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 a dictionary definition does not count as fact. It is simply a collective agreement. Donald, can we not agree that Merriam-Webster... I mean, fuck, I know that I cited Wikipedia a minute ago, but, like, Merriam-Webster, come on. Give me the definition of war. Jesus fucking Christ. So they're... (laughs) Number one, a state of usually... uh, Open and declared armed hostile conflict between states or nations. Okay, so there's yours. Armed. Um, The second one. A state of hostility, conflict, or antagonism. A struggle or competition between opposing forces for a particular end. And that's where I'm using civil war. I'm using the second definition to define what we're doing here to support well, then I would suggest Then I would suggest for clarity's sake, because I'm going to say pretty much the nomenclature of most people when you say civil war, you are invoking a war as in an armed conflict and people dying. If what you're, if what you're talking about is a civil disagreement or civil dif- competition or a civil, I don't know, wrestling match, that's fine. Is it not an armed conflict? But it's are not people a war. not dying? Look what happened in Kenosha. Uh, yeah. Okay. This it, thing. I, it starts. David, you, you're right. David. You're right. David. It's just a little bit, but at some point, it's go, it gets greater and greater. See that, well, see, that's your argument. Your argument is the slippery slope argument. Is like, okay, if if let's just say a thousand people die over the course of the next year, having fights about Donald Trump or the civil or or, uh, or uh, the Supreme Court or any of that stuff. If a thousand of them die, well, it's just a matter of time before ten thousand die or two hundred thousand die, and that that doesn't bear out. That's not that's that's terrible logic. That says because this has happened, this is going to happen, and it doesn't even predict it. It doesn't even give you a slope to follow. The thing about it is, if you look at the deaths that are happening right now, they are outliers. They are in the minor like a vast minority of actual death. There's a lot more incrimination. There's a lot more anger. 
But that doesn't mean, the thing is, the idea that just because people believe they can be more violent, it does not equate that then they will be more violent. I, th- I think that the, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to predict the future or do the whole, like, history will show or, you know, the right side of history bullshit. But there, there's, lead, there's lead up to wars and things will start slowly. And I think that, uh, that we're there. This has been a slow burn of our collapse. I do not think that America is a functioning democracy right now. And I don't think that there is. Uh, what makes you say that? What? Because uh, I've a heard a common that. goal that we're all aligned with. Well, okay. On what this country is, what it should. We've be. never had a common goal. We've never had a common. Well, and that was that's kind of the thesis of the piece that I wrote uh, today. Yeah, I know. You but know. that doesn't mean we're not functioning. It means that we're functioning exactly the way we've always functioned. But we're barely functioning. I think that the. You think we're barely functioning, really? Yeah, I think that the. Uh, how interesting! The democratic process is being is being threatened, uh, okay. is at risk with all of this the the doubt that Trump has sowed. Uh, you know. See, okay, so wait a minute. So okay, there's a difference, and and if we're going to get into the minutia of let's get out Merriam-Webster dictionary and define our terms, I imagine, and I'm not going to get up Merriam-Webster dictionary, but I'm going to say I'm going to imagine that being threatened. Um, having disagreement and being dysfunctional are all pretty much different things. I gotta and say just that because you, you imagining something is the same as one of your eighth grade students saying, "I don't like the song because it sucks." All right, then then let's look up the difference between threatened and actual violence. Because I'm pretty sure, in fact, I would say I'm a hundred percent sure that being threatened with violence is not the same thing as violence. I don't think that's a stretch. Do you think that's a stretch? No, I don't. I mean, obviously getting punched in the face and being threatened to be punched in the face are two very different things. Okay. So what I'm going to say is having having democracy in our electoral, electoral process being threatened is not the same as it being dysfunctional. The fact of the matter is it is highly functional. The fact of the matter is everybody's freaking out. This, and again, it's just about a perspective on history. Okay, let's just, if you just want to look at the coming, the coming civil war, oh my God, what's going to happen? There is a reason that we have an election on November 2nd and an inauguration January 21st. Do you know what the reason is? Why we have that span of time? Uh, to Cause that's in the stock Constitution. up on booze, cigarettes? No. Um, booze and because, cigarettes? Because up until around, I want to say probably, it probably was even slower, but I would say probably around the 60s, you know, 50s, 60s, there was no internet, there was no telephone, there was no ability to instantly or very quickly you know, go from Wyoming's votes to send those votes. So what it was, was we're going to have the election on November 2nd, and then we're going to spend three months getting all of the votes to Washington, D.C., so then we can actually have those votes. So the reason you have that three-month span is so that you can count the votes. Okay, we are in a situation now, because Donald Trump has literally the, 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 the historical perspective of a toddler, um, we're so <laughs> used to, we're so used to having our elections called on election night 
that that we just think that's how it's supposed to be. But constitutionally, that is not at all how it's supposed right. to be. And right. so we've got plenty of time. He's going to make a bunch of squawk. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we if he is blown out of the water by Democrat bl- votes or if he it's right on the edge. Whatever he's going to put put up squawk. We already know that. He's already said he was going to. You know, and you know, and I get it. In the debate, he said he looked out at the Proud Boys and said, stand back and stand by. And everybody's shitting their pants, except for the fact that there are exactly 300 Proud Boys. Are there exactly three? I mean, be careful. Well, well maybe 302. But there's, I mean, roughly, <laughs> it's about, according to the Southern uh, Poverty Law Center, there are about 300 members. But here, here's, about, the, here's the so, problem. So, here's... so I'm, I'm so terrified of the 300 redneck assholes. Come on. But Don, this is part that's of That's not a civil war. That sounds like a, a a defense that a lot and you are not for Trump and I <laughs> Yeah. But that sounds like the kind of defense that people would use for him. There's 300 people. What are those 300 people going to do? Come on. Here's the problem is that the president of the United States Oh yeah. His words or her we haven't had a her yet, but their words carry a lot of weight and they should they're the fucking leader of our country i agree and i believe that america has always voted for the person that they see themselves in that's why i think that in 1960 america voted for uh uh, jfk over nixon because they had eisenhower they had the guy who led them through the war they had they had their dad who took them through the war and got them through it, and we won, and we got home safe, most of us. Uh, and now they're voting for themselves. They're investing in themselves by electing JFK, right? Like, that's how it goes. Baby boomers, they had this this surge in the 90s. It's like, okay, enough with the old people. Let's go with our guy. You know, that was, and then we had enough of our guy, so we're going to go with the guy who's a little more Christian, whatever. Um, and then the youth came out. And they put Obama in place. And then yeah. that was enough for the Electoral College to say, we can't have well, that black guy in there. We got to yeah, get, here, you know. Here's, here's my question for you. Because the thing about well, it is, I, will, I, I think if the argument that we're having, if we're going to have a debate or a discussion whether or not the Civil War may be coming, that's a different argument. Because well, you're not saying that the Civil War is coming. You're saying it's here. And if you're saying it's here, no, then your version I, of Civil am, War yeah, is one yeah, yeah. tepid piece of shit. That is some weak ass... That is some weak... There's no Civil War going on, man. Look, there's man, some, there's the disagreements six, and sometimes violent disagreements, but that does not make a Civil War. I do not see... Chicago and the rest of Illinois like shooting each other down in thousands of numbers. I don't see California like mass incarcerating and just you know, like getting all together in their fucking uh, surfboard dune buggies, whatever <laughs> Californians do, and driving over to Texas yeah. to fucking kill them. There is no civil war going on. We are in a dysfunctional moment because we have had in the course of over 200 years, 245 years, I think, um, we have had an anomaly. So that's the thing is you can either say that Donald Trump is a perfect example of how we and it's never going to get better. Or you can say that Donald Trump, here's the thing. And this has happened. I've told you a story. There was a time, and, and this was in Chicago, where I, I, had, uh, I had shaved. You know, I was doing a little manscaping, you know. Mm. 
and I, I shaved a little bit on my balls. My well, second it got favorite a, story ever yeah, told. Yeah, it got a zit. It got a zit. It turned into a cyst. I tried to pop it. It got bigger and bigger and bigger. I had to go to a doctor to an emergency room, and he had to cut with a scalpel through my balls to get the, the horrifying pain out of my body, right? Yeah. Now, because I did that, I could I could reasonably say my body is completely compromised, and I'm just going to have ball cysts every week because oh my god it's i had a ball cyst and it was horrifying and and when i had to massage the blood out of it it popped out like a fucking blood jello shot this is the worst my balls can't be trusted my body is no longer a viable entity i'm you know what i could have done that and then i could have been terrified of anything touching my balls or touching my own balls or shaving my balls or anything like that that's what donald trump is donald trump is a ball cyst on democracy it's going to happen once. We're going to get rid of it. He's going to come out like a blood jello shot. And then we're not going to have to worry about it because <laughs> we learned our lesson not to shave with a bad razor on our balls. That's all we did four years ago was as a country, we shaved our balls with a bad razor and you should, got assist. You should write for Penthouse Forum. <laughs> <laughs> But here, here's the thing: is that you know, Trump calls out, you know, he he, arguably, you know, call and Trump is is really he's a master, of of, fuck, of media of the we know this right like, he's got this brilliant way of saying, stand uh, stand down or no what is it stand back stand back and stand, stand by. by, well is it, stand back like go away. Or is it stand by, like, hang on, be right? It's this twisted way of saying, and he, he can weasel his way out of everything because he's See, a the fucking thing is everybody, brilliant well, puppet master. Here's the thing. Well, but hang on, hang Why on. Why is anybody surprised by this? Of no, course, course he's going to stay stand right. back and stand back. Of course he's not going to denounce white both. supremacists because so many of his voters right. believe in white supremacy. And not even if they believe in white supremacy, they hate the 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 woke left they hate black lives matter and so that it, it, they as hate a us we hate them as a That's politician but as a politician he, he he's not going to denounce most of his followers he of knows course who not. his followers are yeah so so the idea that they're well, that you're going to get president trump whether he feels like he's a big white supremacist or not i think he is but that's you know i don't know the guy what i can say is to expect him to do it? I mean, this was the ultimate gotcha question. Everybody knows where he stands on it. He already said after Charlottesville, there are good people on both sides. We already know. We're so, and, oh, and we're they, so shocked about his cleverly. taxes. We knew in no, 2016 I know. I know. he was a tax fraud because anybody that says but, you can't see my taxes is a tax fraud. Yeah. We knew that. But so here, why are here's we surprised? The thing about, here's the thing about what Trump says and the way he says it. Going back to what I was saying before is that we vote for the person that we see ourselves in uh, and, 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 they are, and we trust them entirely. Like it wasn't until Nixon where people were started to go – well, I guess it was probably LBJ with Vietnam. Like, I don't totally trust the guy. They always gave Are their president. Are you kidding me? People gave, Americans gave Are their president. Are you kidding me? No. People gave their Have president the benefit of the doubt. Have you studied anything about the country's perspective on Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Half the country hated him with a passion, and the other half yes. loved him with hated a passion. Him. Hated him and felt like they, that the president was hiding something 
are different yeah. things. Hating what they do no, no. with their policies. No, they no, they hated him because they hated the New Deal. They hated Social Security. Doesn't they, matter. They, they, That's not what they I'm talking about. They wanted to stay about. out of the work. That's they not hated. what I'm talking so, about. So there was a divide in this country about Franklin but Delano that's Roosevelt. That's not that what I'm talking about right now. Every bit is as every no. bit is. But you're just you said that it's we weren't different. this divided on our hey, president. That we trusted our leaders. On. We stopped trusting our leaders at LBJ. No, we've never trusted. Hey, Chris Wallace, we got a fucking mute button on this guy. Jesus. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is people have long hated their presidents because of what they were doing, what they were, but they trusted that Franklin Delano Roosevelt wasn't going to lie to them, even if he may have, he may have been lying, but they were you like, no, the really... president said it, but I believe it and I don't like him for it. No, it wasn't you have a until... very limited version of, no. of, of American politics if that is your if the, your if your doubt, belief is that they trusted their president. The Nobody doubt trusted of the Ulysses presidency. S. Grant. The Half doubt the of the presidency. Grant. The doubt of the presidency became a fixture in American culture with Lyndon Johnson and it lying about the Vietnam War and lying it about became, the Gulf of Tonkin. It became beca- a fixture of your modern version yeah, of American no. politics. There People have never believed or trusted their government because there's always going to be people that are going to be not catered to in some way. That is the, that's the history of democracy. The thing about it is the experiment, first of all, is an experiment. The experiment is noble, that this is an experiment. Can a population govern themselves, which is a unique thing in all of the history of Western civilization. And number three in this, the experiment is going to have Bumps and every once in a while you're going to get a ball cyst. Yeah, I would argue that yeah. Ulysses, at, Ulysses S. Grant was a president that half the country didn't trust a word he fucking said. You know why? Well, of course Cause not. Because half, half the country lost the war. Yeah, of course. So, but you just said that it, people trusted all their presidents until Lyndon B- Baines Johnson, which is not true. I think I think that in that statement, Grant is an outlier. You. I mean, come on. Really? You put people the general that kicked your ass or barely people didn't kicked trust, your ass? Pe- that- <laughs> people didn't trust Woodrow Wilson. People didn't trust FDR. People didn't trust Herb- Herbert Hoover. Are you nuts? You think that the country is always just good. Yes, the president is not lying and is not a piece of shit. Half the country's always hated their president. I think the other it, half it, always loves their president. It, it, this became, is how it, it became this idea of the president is not... Uh, is hiding is going out of his way to hide things from us. I think that because there, there's always, I mean, because it's human nature that you know. Let's not tell them that. I mean, shit, the things that we don't tell Harry, right? Like we all hide shit, whatever. But the blatant lies, and this is my issue with Trump. It's like, dude, even Nixon had enough fucking sense to keep his actual thoughts on the Jews and the blacks and the poor and everything else. To himself, yeah, he recorded it all, but he didn't go on fucking TV with it. Trump goes, ah, fuck it. Well, it's because Out Trump is Trump is a is a reality TV star, right? So but, of course but, but he's going is, to is go out. President, with it. He has no shame. The president of the United States, what they say Matters. carries a lot of weight. So when they say to the three hundred Proud Boys, it doesn't matter if it's three hundred. What he's saying to all the the similar the the Venn diagram of Proud Boys and white supremacists and militias and whatever the fuck else, he's saying, "Go for it. It's cool." The thing is, we're and, not disagreeing on that. 
And that's what Trump has done is he right, has made it. And I've seen David, this before, you know, that David, he made it OK to come out of that. the woodwork. So 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 what you've said is that the president's a shitbag and the president is that dog whistled his followers. And I don't disagree with any of that. But the other reason that I, I think but that, that we're in a civil war is, is that we're that, being challenged, okay. that democracy is being challenged because Trump is saying people go to the um, hey, people should go to the polls and defend. Oh, you, you know, mean if 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 our system of government is is challenged, then that means it's a war, or does it mean that no, it's that's coming democracy? Oppor- it's coming democracy, and the democracy and 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 it's our opportunity. It's our opportunity to demonstrate how it is not broken by participating. But how can you participate? Think about if you're if you're an old. Let's just say that you're an old black woman uh, who lives in a rural area, United sure. States, where everything is questionable. Mail, internet. Fucking, you know, food deserts, health deserts, all that shit. What? I see what What you're saying. What was that? Wait, no, hang on. Let me finish it. Hang on a a second. We're in a civil war because it's hard. Because democracy uh, is hard right now. Because it's difficult. Because it's more difficult. Because the opposition has made it more difficult. And since it's more difficult, since it's not convenient or easy, well, democracy is broken. No. No. Democracy has to be defended and it has to be utilized every time we vote. And if it's hard that it is our opportunity to vote so that it is less hard. That is our opportunity. That's what democracy means. That does not make it a civil war. No. Donnie, there's a difference. I don't think so. There's a difference between uh, our democracy being threatened and our democracy... uh, I'm sorry. There's a difference between democracy being hard, hard and our democracy being threatened. Democracy being hard is that... You and I are the same country. We've got to figure out. We have to vote. We have to fight. And we fight through our votes. And that's how we get where we go. We elect the right people. We engage in the discussions, the town halls, etc., etc. Where it's threatened is when at the fucking highest level of government, the president of the United States is sowing these seeds of uncertainty and doubt and violence. He's saying... Don't vote by mail because it's a, it's fraudulent and it's not going to work. And if you go to the polls, there's going to be people there making sure. Like, so if, if I'm an old black woman in rural America who, well, fuck, I mean, my mail shit anyway. Uh, am I going to go to the, am I going to, in a fucking pandemic, am I going to go so, to the polls so and risk my health? So I can so get my voice heard, but there might is, be people there with guns, so, potentially. So what you're suggesting is that this old, fictional, rural black woman is too terrified to stand up for her rights? Because uh, my experience, and maybe I'm just watching different movies and documentaries than you are, my experience is those old, black, rural black women aren't a fucking afraid of anything. And if they want to vote, they're going to show up and fucking vote. Yeah, I think you're because leading too that far into the, the Hollywood version of the Magic Negro. And well, I don't what I'm going to say is, what I'm going to say is, fair. what I'm going to say is, a civil war happens if it's broken and we start killing each other over it. But I don't. It's, I do not believe that for a sec. Just because it's hard, because we've uh, got an asshole. Because that thing is, you believe that the crimes. democracy is represented by the president. The democracy is the people. That's the whole point of a democracy. It is the people. If we vote, he won't be there. If we don't vote, he'll stay. If he stays, then we have to worry about our democratic 
uh, policies. But if we don't vote, then we've done democracy exactly what it's supposed to be. And that's not a civil war. That's democracy just bad. When you talk about the violence against ourselves, against our own people, I mean, the hate crimes have gone up since 2016. They've continued to rise. And if that is not a... And you think it's Donald Trump's fault? Absolutely not. No, I don't think it's Donald Trump's fault. I think Donald Trump is a result of... I agree with that. ...the cause. Uh, What I think Donald uh, Trump has done, and this is the magic of Donald Trump, is that he's made it okay to step out and go, yeah, just like the Proud Boys response on... And David, if the the plurality of American citizens show up and they overwhelmingly vote for Donald Trump to continue his reign of idiocy, mm-hmm. then democracy has worked. Because that is what democracy is. It is the will of the people en masse. Not just the will that you agree with. Yeah, but That's no. what democracy is. Now, if we can prove that there's... I mean, if it's obvious that there is fraud... But if, I'm sorry. This is the thing. This is... This, this is I think this is the thing. It's the assumption that everybody is either stupid or weak. We're not going to agree... But I will. I I I can't possibly agree that the civil war is happening. I think there are pockets among the country of really really angry people doing some really really stupid things in anticipation of a possible outcome that may or may not happen, and that is not a civil war. What would what would when you what would make you wake up in the morning and go, oh yeah, it's uh, Wednesday and the civil war is still going on. What would be the thing that you need to see? I don't see? think the civil war is happening. I think a civil war. That's not what I asked. What would it? What would you need to see to wake up on a on a Wednesday morning and say, "Oh, we're in a civil war." Yeah. What would? Like what needs to be happening? Mass, people on mass. Well, that, quite frankly, um, what would say what would signal a civil war in this country would be the military of the United States government. Coming on mass martial law, mass incarcerations. We have that. Um, no, we don't. No, we have we mass really incarcerations. Don't. Of course, no, we do. Not, not for political reasons. We don't. We have mass incarcerations for drug felonies. That's Why not does the it same have to be goddamn political? thing. It could be for that race. Is... It could be for anything. So you just and you don't think okay. that racism is part of right, the political great. process? Great, awesome, David. Then we've been in a civil war since we started. Great, oh, and you have well, proven your is, point. Yes, the civil war has always been da, here. Da, 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 da. You win, and you I take win. a bow. It's, all, it's because da, any da, violence, da. any violence, any incarceration, <laughs> a guy that fucked children that's in the not, eyeballs and then killed his sister. He got. You oh, said no, mass oh, incarceration, no. and that's a thing. Well, but mass incarceration for political ends based on the civil war you're talking about, not just mass incarceration for people who broke the law. That's but not what, the same one thing. thing. Something has to lead to the civil war. So do mass right. incarcerations, is that not the thing that maybe led to this civil go. war? You're, David, no, I, I concede. You are right. We've, been in, we've had a civil war going on since the beginning of the country, and it's still going on, and no one's going to win. You're right. We're in the middle of a civil war. We should just despair. Fuck it. You know what? You've convinced me. I'm not voting this year. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing is uh, it's a watch. Watch the movie Glory. It's about the first Americans. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, my first thing is actually it's a read. Uh, it's go to medium. Uh, the title of the story is I Live Through Collapse, America's Already There by Indy, uh, sorry, Indy Samarajavi. I butcher that and I apologize. Um, 
it's a long last name. It's late at night, and I can't read my handwriting. That's, that's why. The, that's why we're having a civil war. It's all part of the civil war. Your inability Sora to Jeevi. pronounce. Yeah, Sora your inability. Jeeva. Yeah, yeah. Medium. I live through collapse. America's already there. Google that shit. Uh, it's an interesting read. It's like a five minute read. It's quick. It's all right. Painless. Enjoy. My first thing is I want you to read and watch because it's a two things. It's on uh, of I all practiced things, that name too. That's the I'm sure of you it. did. Of all things, businessinsider.com. It's by John Hottawanger. That is exactly how or Haltawanger. No. Yeah. Haltawanger. Uh-huh. Haltawanger. Whatever. <laughs> good hey, it's not an Indian it's not an Indian <laughs> name, so I didn't contribute to the Civil War. I don't even know oh, what kind Jesus of name Haltawanger. But it's it's a it's a it's a thing called presidential debates have German. always been it's a German name. Sure. Presidential debates have Haltavanga. Presidential debates have always been political theater. Here are some of their most memorable moments. And it's basically got a list of like really memorable moments of political debates. Presidential debates. There you go. <laughs> Alright, my next thing is a watch. I want you to watch Ken Burns's Civil War. De- no. Uh, <laughs> I want you to go to uh, uh, it, it is a watch. And it's uh, I'm actually not sure what's, what it's on. Hulu? It might have been on what? something else, but it's available on Hulu. Mrs. America. Oh, yeah, that's that's Hulu. Which, okay, so it is a Hulu thing. Uh, yeah. It's the story of uh, the Equal Rights, Equal Rights Amendment. Amendment. And, mm-hmm. But based on the feminism, and it's got you know, Shirley Chisholm, and I can't remember her name, but the woman who plays Shirley Chisholm won Best Actor, or Best Actress, whatever the fuck they're calling it now, um, at the Emmys uh, yeah. two weeks ago. Um it's great, fucking Kate Blanchett, and uh, it, it's so it's really well cast. The writing is fine, but the casting, ah, oh, and it's a historical yeah. thing, and it's yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Rose Byrne plays Gloria Steinem, and I've decided that Rose Byrne is kind of my get out of jail free pass. Like you know, what celebrity? Celebrity crush? You, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that Rose Byrne might be it in part because she's now played Gloria Steinem. And that would just turn my wife on even more. Fair. Maybe. My second thing, my second thing is a read. Um, it is in the New York Times. It is called Inside eBay's Cockroach Cult, The Ghostly Story of a Stalking Scandal by David Streitfeld. This is some fascinating shit. That's all I'm going to say. This is basically, I, I mean, the best way I can put it is, this is a story about... A mom and pop organization in the sticks who decided to create an e-commerce sort of like newsletter. Yeah. That basically was sort of like their version of Yelp, but it was about eBay. And it's and they're just tiny. They're just it's a it's like a husband and wife. They they have very little following, right? But the executives of eBay decide they hate these two people so much because they've been critical of their practices. That they go on and on, like a wholesale, like, it's like the guy that was in charge of their security watched a lot of, like, CIA <laughs> movies right. and a lot of, like, like frat boy 80s comedies. And I mean, it's everything from sending them boxes of cockroaches. I mean, it's the fucking weirdest thing I ever read. So it's called Inside eBay's Cockroach Cult. It's in the New York Times by David Streifeld. It's great. Awesome. Uh, my last thing is a watch. Fargo. The television series, of course. Season four of Fargo. Um, uh, if you haven't watched the first three seasons of Fargo, it is 
fucking amazing television. And this season, it's been they've had two episodes that ran the, you know this, on the same night, so it's like three hours because they're extra long episodes. And it's it's brilliant writing, it's brilliant acting, it's brilliant everything. The only thing I have to say about it, the only negative thing I have to say about it is Chris Rock is in it, and I love Chris Rock, but Chris Rock as an actor always feels like Chris Rock as an actor. Well, it, it, feel, it feels like Chris Rock as a stand-up holding back because his his delivery is right there, but it's like it's subdued. Handbrake is on, you know, the 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 muffler is there, so it feels you feel Chris Rock acting okay yeah you know? as an actor but yeah. it does it doesn't ruin it doesn't take you out of it it's just kind of one of those things that i have but fucking fargo man god it's good all right and my last my third thing is also a watch it is on netflix it is a docudrama so it looks like a documentary but there are actors and there's some documentary elements to it it is called the social dilemma yeah and that shit is uh, i mean it's a little over the top it but a little yeah, bit. I mean, it, yeah, it's a little, a little histrionic, but the fact is, it really, it really makes you like examine social media and how much damage it continues to do we, to our democracy and the civil war we're in. Which is why I'm just not voting. You can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to two white guys holding court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.